Great, so good afternoon, good morning, good evening to wherever you are in the world. Uh, welcome to the Inside Out podcast. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Stephen Jakes, and this is episode 15, and it's all about triggers. And uh, so I'm a, a uh, from healingthemind.co.uk uh, website. I'm a DTO specialist, and I'm also a neuro-reboot technician. And alongside me, I've got the lovely, the cuddly, the bearded, and the goggled, and the very cuddly, and the very huge Jonathan Shaw. Hello, Jonathan. Very huge, Jonathan Shaw. Huge, Huge. I've never had that comment ever in my life. The cuddly and the bearded you've done before, but huge, that's new. It was glittery last time. What are we trying to advertise on this uh, this, uh, podcast? I'm not sure. Huge. I'm not sure. Huge hair, maybe. Huge success. Huge success. I like that. Great. Great. So, um, yeah, so um, you're obviously founder of the DTO system. Yes. He's been a therapist for 20 20 years. Um, he's also author of the book uh, Decoding Pain, uh, The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain. Very good. Well done. Right. Very Go good. Right. Excellent. Right. For those of you new to the live thing, he normally gets that wrong. I always, so get, I always, get, it, yeah. I always get it wrong. I don't always get it wrong, but uh, hello, Gary. Hello, Neil. How are you doing? Um, Hi, thank guys. you for joining us on our podcast, and uh, just to acknowledge you guys uh, that are joining us, and it's um, thanks for thanks for coming along. Uh, so yeah, so uh, so before we start, I uh, just want to talk about uh, our face our current uh, Facebook page, which is Inside Out Effect. Uh, you can go and see on there. We're regularly putting posts. I've recently done a video. Yes, you did about on depression. On depression, and yeah. so if you haven't, if you're suffering from depression or anxiety, uh, I strongly recommend you go and watch that on our on our uh, on our channel. Um, and it just explains in a little bit more detail about you know what depression is, and I, I think uh, did up Highlands Park. So, but um, yeah, and so obviously uh, uh, we've got our Facebook page. We've also got a YouTube channel, which is Inside Out Effect with Jonathan and Stephen. You can see all of our videos and all of our podcasts, which are recorded on there. And also, we've got our website. Uh, yes, you, you can inside out hyphen effects. Is it? Is it inside 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 out hyphen effect dot inside hyphen out effect dot co dot uk. We'll leave we'll leave a link in the description. Yeah, inside hyphen out effect. That's right. Dot co dot uk. I was right. getting confused with a hyphen in the middle. Yeah, it really confusing. Uh, yes, and there's information. Our contact information is on there, and we also have a training on there as well. Yes, we've got a training uh, which is happening on the twenty sixth of October. Um, and this is all about law of attraction and how to remove sabotage, guilt and shames and how that actually um, stops us from uh, creating the life that we want. And it's um, it's a five hour event which you can go onto our events page and you'll be able to uh, sign up to there to the actual event itself. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so obviously you can see Jonathan's website on decodingpain.com and my website, which is healingthemind.co.uk. And so, um, yeah, so that's pretty all the... So that's great. So what are we what are we covering today? Right. So we're going to be covering all about triggers. Triggers. And yeah. So Love triggers. That. Great. Great. And great topic. Yeah. And because obviously you know we've uh, just recently I've been working with several people and it's all been trigger based and I think that you know we talk about triggers quite a lot in uh, yeah. we talk about triggers quite a lot in in, in previous podcasts and ultimately uh, we got to clear up what that is for people and actually how that can really affect. But there's a big misunderstanding with triggers. Um, a lot of people yeah. think they understand what trigger is uh, and. I learned something new about triggers uh, a few years ago, which um, explains why we struggle so much in life and certain things. Yeah. And a lot of people, when I say, you know, you've been triggered, they understand that concept, you've been triggered, but yeah. they don't know what triggered them. Yeah. And they don't, they can't always see what the trigger is. Sometimes the trigger's subtle, sometimes it's obvious. Yeah. And we're going to sort of 
cover uh, cover that saying clear that yeah up and obviously people. like what what the impact is of a trigger is because yeah. people don't realize that sometimes you know they, they they might experience emotions they might experience anger resentment hate jealousy blah 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 uh, but actually they don't know why but it's That's actually right. been triggered by something that you just completely innocuous and hidden away and yeah. it could be something your environment a feeling a thought or whatever so we're going to go into more detail about that so but it's been three weeks since we last did our uh, podcast yeah. and uh, so we've been, been quite re- well yeah we've been really really busy and so we've had lots of stuff going on um, we've done a talk at the Essex Wildlife Trust so for those of you that follow me you um, may have seen that I posted something on there which was a really good day it was a very good day yeah excellent uh, yeah. we uh, we saw some very good speakers there uh, someone with crystal bowls and yeah that's yeah. bowls not bowls, bowls. Yeah, uh, bowls. and that was quite, it was quite good and it enabled us what well, was really good because it enabled us to go up and actually explain to uh, quite a large audience about how the mind works, how the brain works and why we experience what we experience and ultimately what causes all our, all of our problems. Yeah. And we was able to uh, take them through the uh, the process that we use, the DTO process, to remove a guilt of something uh, across the whole board. And that was a really successful event. It's a shame we just yeah. didn't have that little bit more time to finish it off. But overall, uh, thank you very much to the Essex Wildlife Trust for inv- inviting us along and, um, and let us share information with yeah. people. Yeah. Right, so as I said, it's been about three weeks. So what have you been up to, my friend? How have you been and what's, what, what have you done in the last three weeks? I've been super, super busy. Uh, had loads and loads of clients, um, but had a, a, a guy come and see me and he was very, very severely depressed. He just had a breakup with a relationship that he'd been with his wife for 20-odd years. And this relates to what we're going to cover today about triggers um, because he'd broken up with his wife, so he wasn't functioning very well. It was a complete shock to him. He didn't see it coming, so he'd sort of lost his kids and he couldn't function at work and he was just spiralling down and down and down. And although this has been kind of happening for a few years, for about four years has been happening, uh, it only really got triggered off when all of, when his wife finally decided to leave him, yeah. and it, it just got worse, and he couldn't function. And he got recommended to me, and there was a few months delay between him being recommended and him coming to me, because uh, I know when the guy recommended me. He finally came come to me, and although he was uh, sceptical that anything could help, he was open to doing anything because he was just struggling. Yeah. And that's the big thing with, with what we do. You don't have to believe what we do, you just have to be open to it. And he was just a complete mess. He couldn't function. And within four weeks, uh, four sessions, one-hour sessions, literally, so four hours basically, but I did it over, over a month, uh, all of his depression has lifted. Uh, he's no longer missing his wife. Uh, he's back at work. He's functioning again. And in the th- in the last session, the fourth one, I was able to actually release his chronic pain in his feet that he was having that he was told was arthritis. But what was very interesting, what was a very interesting point about triggers is that he had a trigger about the breakup of the relationship. Yeah. And the trigger was very, very subtle. He would never have really found it on his own because it's a very subtle trigger there was two one was obviously his wife's name so when someone would say his wife's name that triggered him but a really subtle one was when when he'd come home and he would slide the bolt across along the gates that instantly triggered the depression and the emotional response wow now we have (laughs) i have no idea why that triggered i didn't need to find out why i just showed him how to switch that trigger off i didn't need to do it myself yeah i taught him a very quick way of doing it he went home switched it off Job done. Yeah. And the other trigger he had was just his ringtone on his phone, and he just changed the ringtone so it no longer triggered him. And bam, I did kill a few things, and then his depression had lifted. But by clearing out the trauma and lifting the triggers, the problem went away. And he was gobsmacked that something like so subtle of the, of the bolt sliding across on a gate would cause so much emotional response. Mm-hmm. 
we have no idea why it was, but we don't need to know why. We just switched it off. Yeah, I'm going to much go, quicker. I'm going to tell you something. So there's, I did in, in my video, I did about depression and what causes it and how it gets. Everything's hardwired neurologically. So everything is happening internally. Nothing outside is happening internally. But there was a girl that I broke up with 30 years ago, and I mentioned in the video. I said there was a girl I was with 30 years ago, broke my heart, blah blah blah. And uh, but what happened was, is that I never really got over that. I never got over the shock of her leaving me. Even though it's 30 years, it's a long time, but it's 30 years. But what happens is every time I would see a, her name on Facebook, yeah. it would trigger her, all that stuff for me. And I'd like get really, I'd just go in my head, i feel really, really down. And then it would, it would send me off into this little emotional spiral. And I thought, this is, you know, it was mental, you know, it just crazy. But for 30 years I had that. And ultimately, um, that's just what it is. As soon as I saw a name or saw a Facebook feed or anything like that, it would trigger me and I'd have the stuff that come up. So I I had a client very recent working on business issues and she's a photographer. She's actually fantastic. But she went and did some work with a business coach and this business coach traumatized her. And every time he pops up his face on Facebook, it would trigger a response in her, his name, anything. And I just did a couple of sessions with her, switched that off. And now when she sees his name and face, it no longer bothers her at all. Like she no response. And so triggers are very, very important. So understanding that you're just being triggered into these responses is a really important thing to understand. But more importantly, you can actually switch these triggers off. And you can have one or two triggers or you can have multiple triggers. But once they're gone, they stay gone. And you no longer get triggered by that thing again. So you can see or hear that thing. My client can slide that bolt across as many times as he wants. It no longer bothers him. He no longer has the emotional response to the trigger. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. And so once you can understand what your triggers might be, you can know what to look for. So hopefully by the end of this, you'll know what to look for. And then we can show you a way to switch the trigger off so that you start calming down and not having such an emotional response. Yeah, that's great. So uh, so anyway, anyone of you guys that are currently watching, um, I don't know, it's, it's so many people coming and going. There's I can't people coming so up. So if Rebecca's watching, hello, Rebecca. Hello, uh, Clive. Uh, how you doing, mate? Omar, good to see you, mate. Uh, we're going to have to have lunch soon. Hello, Martin. How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Uh, so um, so anything else that's been going on for you in, your, in the world of your in, of your clinic? Is like anything else of any interest that you want to share, share with the viewers? Yeah, um mainly uh well the guy with depression but i had a a lady come and see me and she'd been suffering with sciatic pain for for about a year now and uh she when she first found out about me she couldn't come and see me because she was paying and these are her words she was paying expensive physio to help her and i said well okay carry on with that if it doesn't work then you know where i am and it, it didn't work so she booked in to see me and the the ironic thing about this lady was she booked in for consultation came to me heard what i said she understood it and she booked in for four sessions, which was great. Yeah. But then before she did the four sessions, she cancelled. And she went, oh, I can't afford it this month. I've got this, this and this going on. Sounds familiar. Really sorry. <laughs> that sounds yeah. familiar, I mean. And she didn't realise that's actually a sabotage running. That's yeah. actually people sabotage. And I know that I'm kind of used to that now. That yeah. sometimes happens. That is actually someone sabotage running. They're not putting themselves ahead of other things. They're not making their health a priority. No, it's always um, an excuse. There's yeah, always an excuse. There's always a reason. Oh, I can't. I'm busy. I've got to work. Oh, I can't do that's this. Right. this I've going got to on. I've got that for that so I thought okay never mind anyway literally a week later she emailed me again saying oh, I've been beating myself up I feel really bad my pain my, my health is important to me can I rebook those sessions and I was like yeah of course you can uh, so we rebooked her in and bear in mind she'd had s- severe sciatic pain for a year yeah and I cleared the I found the trauma that created it uh, I didn't even release it manually. I just started working on the response with DTO, and the response for sciatic pain is feeling stuck and not being able to move forwards, or feeling pressured into moving forward when you don't want to. And 
I told her what that was, where do you feel stuck? She knew exactly what it was. We went in and cleared the shock, and she'd almost, she almost knew that anyway in her unconscious. She knew yeah. consciously yeah. and unconsciously that's what it was, but she didn't know how to change it. Yeah. And so it wasn't that she was sceptical. And as soon as we changed that, she came back to me next week, and her sciatica was 75% better in one week. Yeah. And it was, I only saw her for the second week this week, yeah. but in one week, she was 75% better. Yeah, but this goes back to the whole so, thing. That, this goes back to the whole thing about what we're told and what we learn about what causes our physical problems. And yeah. I'm going to go and talk about something in a minute, but that's just really, really clear indication that most of the problems that we have are emotional. Yes. Well, they're, 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 well, they're, they're the, the fundamental, the fun, yeah, the, but, the, the root of it. But it's not, um, it, it's not that it's not our emotions or our thoughts are are false. It's not the pain is false. Yeah. It, the, the emotions and thoughts are actually creating change within our cells. The cells are actually changing and creating pain. It's not imaginary because some people think when you say it's emotional, yeah. mental, they think you're just being emotional. Yes. That's not what we mean. I want to clarify that for it's people. That's a big block. Yeah. It's changing the energy of the cells yeah. and they do alter their structure and function in that moment. And then we get pain or we get uh, illness or we get disease. Uh, but, I mean, just incredible to be able to change. It's 75% of pain gone. Yeah. In in a in a in a few in a uh, in in a, an hour or so, and then I had another guy come to me, and again it comes down to like you said our beliefs about health. Yes, this guy had uh, what he was diagnosed with as arthritis in his feet, and this guy used to be a footballer, used to be a big athlete, very clearly strong athlete in his day, and still is now, but he he was in chronic pain for years with this this arthritis, and he was coming to me for something else, and I said to him, well, actually, I can help you with the arthritis as well, and he was sceptical, but he was open, he wanted to get rid of the pain, because he wanted to go back and play football again, Yeah. and when I looked at him, although, yes, he had arthritis in the joint of his big toes, because it was his big toes, um, it wasn't that causing the pain because there's a process to arthritis and we're all taught these days that arthritis we get told it's arthritis and then we go oh so we live with it yeah. and the pain gets worse and worse but in this case the arthritis because the process to arthritis had stopped so the bone had grown I, that's fully, but it wasn't growing any further it stopped so it was just an overgrowth of bone but that wasn't a problem what was the problem was a tendon under his feet and the tension within the ankle and the joint and within the joint where the bone had grown so I released all of that, which was a little bit painful for him, released all the tension, released the ankle, because he had some traumas of the ankles, released the tendon, and he could now, before, I can actually show this on camera now, which is great, so if you're watching us on the podcast, go and watch the Facebook Live, because I'm, I'm actually showing you, before his foot moved as one unit like this, because he had the arthritis, and he couldn't move individual joints, and after about 30 minutes, he could do this, and move individual joints, and he was gobsmacked, yeah. without pain. Yeah. No pain, it was just a bit stiff. And he got up, he could actually stand on his tiptoes, which he couldn't do before, uh, and he could actually bounce. He actually bounced in the room and got, oh my God, I can bounce. Wow. And he got very excited that this yeah. guy could bounce. I bet he did, after all that time. Uh, after all that time, four years of pain, Absolutely. thinking he'd never be able to do the things he loves, and all of a sudden he could bounce on his feet again without pain. Yeah. And that was just one session, and he's going to come back for a couple more, but I didn't even have to clear the shock at that point, because the shock had resolved... All that was left was a stiffness in the joints. I see so many people come to me and they've been told it's arthritis and the arthritis is not necessarily causing the pain, but even if it is, you can still resolve the pain because our arthritis is not what causes yeah, the pain. Absolutely. And he was just blown away and gospel and he left, literally almost skipping as he left the, uh, the clinic because his pain had gone. Uh, and I'd like that, to have seen that. 
I was it was well, a great man skipping. <laughs> yeah, I like seeing that too. Yeah, it was in bouncing that was the best it's bit bouncing. when he bounced. He just so he leapt up in the air and bounced. He was so he was like a little kid again. It was like Christmas to him yeah. because his pain had gone, and he thought he'd have to live with that because once you get diagnosed with arthritis, you don't bother searching for someone to help you because you think that's the stop. You think that's the end of it. And so you don't think to go somewhere to solve your pain because we're taught it can't be done. And even alternative therapists don't believe you can solve arthritis yeah. either. So you go to an alternative therapist and they'll go, well, we can just maintain it. We can't do anything. You can actually get rid of arthritic pain. I've done it lots. I do it for people all the time. And you need to do different methods sometimes. But this guy was just, he was just amazed. Yeah. And it was lovely to see that. And, and he, 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 I didn't even do any clearing. I just did some manipulation on the on the foot. Yeah. So that was a, re, a couple of really great stories this week. Yeah, great. Fantastic. So hello, Julie. Hello, Sarah Johnson. Hello, Julie uh, Marie. Hello. Uh, I can't believe they've all gone off the screen now. Hi, guys. Yeah, I can't it's see so your names It's so difficult to say hello to you guys because uh, obviously I'm like, I'm, I can't cut him out halfway through talking. But no. thanks for joining. And then thanks for listening. And so, um, so that's really good. Obviously, you've had a really, you've had a quite a productive week. Very, very busy week. Very um, busy few weeks. Three yeah, weeks. and you was on Manic holiday as well, weren't you, for a little while? I went away for a little while. Yes, took my mum up to County Durham, and that was yeah. good. Your um, favourite place of uh, yes, where you like uh, to go? Yeah, we we like up there. I can't understand the word they're saying, but I do. Yeah, I said, it, I Julie, do. Julie said she actually reached out to me a little while ago, didn't you, Julie? And you said that you've had uh, excruciating pain for twenty five years now. Yeah. So I did, I did recommend, I did. Give Julie, oh, Julie. I did give number. you Julie your number. Okay, great. And so Julie, uh, this is who you need to speak to about that. Hi Julie. Um, so uh, yeah, please do. And I know that I know that you can help him because he helps pretty much everyone. So yeah, um, Julie, if you missed a bit about the arthritis a minute ago, you just joined us. Then go back and watch the arthritis yeah. story, and it will give you a little bit of a clue. Yeah. But yes, if you're in chronic pain, then come and see me. I can I can help. Yeah. But how have your week been? What, what have you been? You've had some really. How good... my week? How's your week? I've had well, f- mental three yeah. weeks actually. Yeah. Really. So um, I've uh, I'm booked over at see I'm going to see my son at the end of the month. So I'm, awesome. that's really really positive for me. I can't wait to do that. So I'm really excited. I'm going to get four days out in Ireland. So that's sort of been the highlight for me personally. Um, uh, but in terms of work, um, I've uh, I've had a couple of absolutely incredible incredible. Uh, situation so um, and we want to go back to the pain the element of pain so uh, there's one of my clients who's been coming to see me regularly uh, she um, so I've got to tell you this right I've got to tell you this so so she's cancelled her appointment with me and she said oh I'm really not well I'm really not well uh, I've got really bad diarrhea and my stomach I've got stomach cramps and I'm in a really bad bad place yeah and so and and that was on she moved her moved she was moving house on the Wednesday and she moved into a home moving into someone's uh, with friends for two weeks until she moved into a new home yeah so but she comes from uh, parents who had a really dirty house and all the rest of it. she's an absolute hygiene thing everything's got to be spotless because obviously that's what the opposite of what she had as a child yeah but she's moving into this new home she's been in there two days and they've got dogs and it's very unhygienic and it's not very clean and it's not her home so she's now going mental about it she's really not happy because she she feels like she can't say anything because she's staying in, she's a guest in someone else's house right. but anyway within three days of her moving into this home she's getting really bad stomachache really bad cramps stomach uh, in, like you know I have the needle stuff if, if you know what I mean and uh, but, she, <laughs> uh, but she'd been like that for three or four days and it got so bad and the pain was so bad that she went into uh, went into hospital wow. and uh, anyway they asked her a whole load of questions that had nothing to do with the problem about sexual traumatic diseases uh, um, you know had she had sex i mean this is someone who's got really bad stomach and abdomen pains and they're asking her all these random questions about this Which that and the other no sense. and then they give her a load of morphine and sent her home now this is the people at the hospital the 
they're experts. And um, so anyway, they didn't know what the problem was and sent her home. Now, I know just through working with you that if it's something to do with the stomach and the digestive system, it means there's something in her life that she can't digest yep. or she can't stomach. Yeah. So basically... Um, Very basic stuff, guys. Not complicated. Yeah, it really is simple. So she then done a Skype... Uh, session with me and what happened was is I then said to her so I said hello mate how you doing she told me what was going on I said okay I said she goes oh I'm in pain I'm in pain and wanting to cry and I said right where is you what's going on in your life in the last three days where something you can't digest or something you can't stomach yeah and instantly she just went well I can't digest the fact that I'm leaving home and I can't stomach the fact that I'm living in this house and there's muck everywhere and I can't change it and it's all dirty and blah 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 and a whole load of stuff so I went into all of the emotional responses beliefs guilt shames yeah. alone responses around her having to move out of her home and she also saw her ex the day before the house that they lived together so that yeah. triggered her as well and so the fact of all this stuff going on uh, sent her body into that into that into that yeah. into that state now everyone else would think oh you got food poisoning yeah, yeah you, got food, you got food poisoning been what KFC eaten? what have you have eaten? you been out have you been drinking wine have <laughs> you been out on the, out on the pool have yeah. you been what have you been you been drinking beer what is it <laughs> yeah so anyway uh, so when I went and cleared all of the stuff that was related to that by the end of the session all of her stomach pains and all of her Stomach cramps are completely gone. Oh, exactly. Completely Amazing. gone within an, hour, within, within, within an hour. Within an hour. Within an hour. And how long has she been suffering with that? Five days and she went to the hospital and they didn't know what, the, what they were right. talking about. Exactly. Five days. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. To clear something like that in an hour. And if, yeah. if she didn't know you, yeah. she'd have carried on with that pain. Yeah. She'd have gone to more She was getting worse and worse because she couldn't eat either. She couldn't eat. So, you know, she was having to eat. She couldn't eat. She couldn't hold anything down. She was constantly yeah. in the toilet. She was being sick. She was in a really bad way. And uh, yeah, so once I found out what it was, that something, you know, what was going on in her life at that time and I cleared it all up um, yeah. she actually said right at the end she goes oh it was mental she goes I can actually feel my stomach opening up towards yeah. the end so once I right. cleared the last shock or the last guilt shame, shame. or the alone response she actually felt her stomach opening up and released and now she's that's on the amazing. mend better she texts me today and she's on the mend and she's getting better and better by the day that's fantastic so, and, and and just one more because we want to we go on to the triggers but yeah. just one more tell the story you told about the guy this morning because right, so, this is amazing or was it yesterday no it was yesterday because uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. this is amazing yesterday. Okay, it's fantastic right okay so a guy phones me up uh, I was up Highlands Park and I get a phone call he said he's in a really bad way he's on his phone and he's oh I need to see you I need to see you I'm in a really bad way oh, oh, something's happened I need to come and see you I need to come and see you I said okay so when do you want to come he said tomorrow morning I was like oh okay I'll come and see me tomorrow morning anyway he turns up and he's got a bit of an epilepsy bit of epilepsy and his eyes like tw- his eyes twitching and he's in severe anxiety and he's in a re- he's actually in quite a bad way and I was a little bit concerned about him when he turned up because he's a big he's a big lump he's a big old boy and uh, anyway his, his eyes twitching and he's all anxious and all the rest of it and he's sweating up and and uh, anyway what happened is he'd had a relationship breakdown yeah and and it was a girl that he absolutely he'd only been with her like a, a very short time yeah uh, but she, he'd split up with her and basically he literally had just gone into he just literally couldn't ha- he couldn't deal with it yeah but he thought it was the relationship that was the problem that caused it but actually it wasn't it was a lot more other stuff but it was like the final nail in the coffin for him because he'd had loads of other stuff so he'd come around here having severe anxiety he was having panic attacks and all the rest of it and uh, anyway so uh, I went in and cleared out all of the responses to her leaving him so all of the stuff that went on about 
the, the breakup of the relationship. Yeah. I then um, uh, had all of the stuff about, uh, he also had an issue where he couldn't be, he couldn't not be in a relationship. Right. So as soon as the relationship finished, within 10 minutes or something, he said he was on Tinder because he can't be, he can't live or exist in, in a life without having a relationship. So, it's so he's just addicted to being with someone, right? right? And I had to find out what the belief was and what was going on underneath that. Yeah. And then I found that, switched yeah. that off, that disappeared. Right. Went to the anxious stuff, Within an hour, within an hour, the first hour, I'd switched off nearly all the anxiety and all the relationship loss. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I had, I had another client after. But then he phoned me back up and said, I need to see you in the morning. He texted me and said, I'm in a really good place. I need to get rid of it. He then come back and did another hour with me in the morning. And uh, I virtually got rid of everything. I literally switched off all the anxiety, all the depression, all the relationship breakdown, all of the beliefs about him needing to have someone in his life because he can't live without having a relationship. And also as well, the fact that uh, all the epilepsy, all the epileptic responses literally stopped. Stopped. So when he come around on the first first day, day, his eye was twitching away like this. Uh, When he come around and see me on the Friday morning, Completely calm, no emotional responses, no anxiety, no depression. Amazing. And then I, and then there was something. The reason, and I found the reason why he needed to be with somebody or to be validated, and that's because he was bullied. So when he was right. bullied at school, uh, he felt so ashamed of it because he felt like he was on his own and yeah. he needed to have somebody to that's protect him. Right. He needed okay. someone to have, be with someone to protect him. So, um, so I switched all that off in about about. So the whole lot. That's all of that in just under four hours. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That, and he, that four, under four, four hours, even four hours. Yeah, for the whole for, of that. Uh, uh, some, some epileptic fits, anxiety. Depression, depression relationship breakup, and all in of four hours. Four that, hours that's, yeah. That changed his life. That'll transform his world. No, yeah, so he's already, his mum his texted me this morning, said to me, the message I got from her this morning was, oh my God, Stephen, I can't thank you so much. The transformation in my son in one day is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then he texted me and said he's in the best place he's ever been. Wow. I could go and get Fantastic. the phone. I could go and get the phone. I can't be recording. No, you can't. Record I can't. On your phone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's where he said he said he's been. So he's been in the best place he's ever been. Brilliant. Because I cleared all of the emotional traumas Brilliant. up from the past. So he's. So not only has I dealt with the problem, I've cleared up all of the past stuff, yeah. and now he's in the most amazing place ever. And, and that's the point of the inside out phase. It all comes from the inside. It's the trauma, yeah. the emotions, the beliefs, the thoughts, the triggers that trigger the internal response that cause all these outward situations like illness, disease, pain money problems, relationship issues. and uh, it, But it comes from inside us, not outside of yeah. us. And unless you heal the inside, nothing will really change. You can do all the external things in the world. You can go to the gym, you can drink your water, you can do your, you can do your diets, you can go to everything. swimming. It's you can not... take your vitamins and everything. But unless you deal with this at some point, unless you deal with your thoughts and emotions inside, you are going to struggle and have problems. Yeah. So that's kind of... Uh, well, you've got, nice to remember, you've got to remember that... that they're all emotional responses. So everything that you're having is an emotional response, but that emotional response is happening inside. Yes. It's not happening outside, it's happening inside. Like happiness happens inside, love, happiness exists inside, pain happens inside, anxiety happens inside, everything happens inside. inside. And I'm gonna tell you this now, it's all neurological. So when you've had something in your life, okay, that's given you an emotional shock uh, with a timed event, that creates a neural pathway in your subconscious mind and it's always there and if you haven't gone and switched that stuff off it's always there and it will always get re-triggered which brings me round to, to the, the conversation, to the conversation triggers. triggers so but the important thing is we can switch triggers off and we're yep. going to show you talk about triggers explain what they are 
and then you'll you'll be able to look for some of your own triggers and understand what's actually creating some of the problem. Yeah. Uh, and you were kind of new to triggers when you first. I mean, you did a bit of NLP, didn't you? you yeah, NLP, and that does teach I did triggers do a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, but, but not to. Yeah, but not it, to the extent. Well, I got the understanding of triggers. Yeah, know what a trigger was. Yeah. I think like everybody out here who's watching this and listening to podcasts knows what a trigger is. Yeah. Oh, I've been triggered. It's just a buzzword. Everyone's saying, "Oh, he's been triggered. You've been triggered. It's triggered him. Triggered him. Triggered him. Triggered him." But what Great. triggered you? But what triggered you? What is it? What's the unconscious yeah. thing that, tri- that, that then creates the response? Yes, that's what I didn't learn until obviously I teamed up with yourself right. and you know and now um, and it's also a massive benefit to me because even though I can clear emotional uh, issues and mental issues and thoughts and stuff. The thing that was lacking was the trigger. The trigger, yeah. the, the trigger the was really, really, really important. So. And that, that's the thing that lacked when I first did therapy. I, I, would, I had learned some great therapies. I learned tapping and theta healing and loads of other things. I'd clear the memories. I'd clear the responses. But sometimes the person would heal and sometimes they'd go out and get re-triggered. Yeah. And the same thing was happening with me. It's why I couldn't heal some of my issues because I was clearing the memories at, or sometimes I couldn't remember the memory, but I'd just go and get re-triggered all the time. Yeah. And once I started learning about triggers and being very, very specific with triggers, then I could switch the trigger off and the emotional response and then the combination of that works super well to resolve my issues and my clients yeah I think I think uh, hello Alison and yes Julie I'm glad you believe in that because that is the truth and and the reason I know that's the truth is because every single person that comes and sits in in my house and with me um, I literally it doesn't matter what it is in their life whatever's going on once I go, I can go into their their emotional response and switch it off. They no longer have it. Okay, and we really need to emphasise that that it, basically what we're doing is we're just removing the emotional response that's been created neurologically, and it's not it's not who you are. It's not you haven't got it. It's something no, your brain it's learns. It's a it's something that happens, and because it's been learned in the moment of that shock, it can be unlearned. It can be switched off. We're yeah. not switching off the memory. We're not switching off your brain. We're not switching off. You know, we're not I've switching to... off the ability to have emotions. Yeah. we're not making you cold uh, people, and we're not switching off um, who you are as a person. We're actually taking out your fight and flight response. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, and the fight and flight response is is not good. You shouldn't be in fight and flight. But when you're having a severe emotional response, you are in fight and flight and you don't want that to be running because that's what causes pain, illness, disease. And it causes addictions, it causes phobias and a multitude of other things. It's a fight and flight response that's the problem. So we just switch off to fight and flight. And fight and flight is, is not a normal response. It's only there for if you're in danger. And because most of the time we're actually not in danger, we've applied it to dangerous situations. Yeah. So we just find the trigger for the fight and flight, switch it off, yeah. and then all of a sudden you become your pain goes away, your anxiety, your depression, your overwhelm, your illness, your disease, and anything else. Because everything from from our point of view is driven by this and this, our thoughts and our feelings. Uh, because everything starts with our thoughts and our feelings. Uh, because we're on a live camera now, we can actually say, I can actually show you, look, if I want to pick a cup up, I have to think about doing that in my brain before my brain will do it. I'm not consciously aware I'm thinking of it. I just think I've picked it up. But I did have the thought a fraction of a second before I picked up the cup. But we don't catch ourselves doing it. 
if I want to open my mouth and talk, my brain well, is you're thinking good I'm going to remember bloody good at that. Out, He's very, very good, good at that. <laughs> but my brain is thinking ahead of time what yeah. I'm going to say, and my mouth won't open till my brain's thought of what I'm going to say. Because well, that, you, that might be true for that, you, but for yeah, some people, some people out there, they struggle. It's not the other way well, around. But sometimes I struggle with that too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but we we hello Simon hello hello mate. So. It, everything starts with what we think and we feel first. Hello, and Donna. Everything follows that. Yeah. And the problem is, just because we don't know it's there or we don't catch it or we don't see it, doesn't mean that doesn't happen. We're actually being triggered into that response. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're going to go through what trigger is and how it works and how it triggers you and give you some examples. Steve has a classic example of a trigger, which he'll tell you about in a minute, uh, which he mentioned on the last podcast, which yes. is just fantastic. Yeah, but it was just great. Briefly yeah. go over that. So triggers. What is a trigger? So. A trigger is something, anything that that elicits a response in us. Now, a response can be an emotion, a thought, a feeling, a sensation, a belief. And triggers, the most common triggers, are things we see or hear around us. So it could be the tone of someone's voice. Uh, it could be uh, the smell. Receipt, the smell. It could be a smell. Smell smells could be a smell. very good trigger. Yeah. Um, smells are less obvious. The most common ones are sight and seeing. So we'll come to smells in a second. Sound. Uh, but sound, the auditory one, either something you hear, tone yeah. of voice, or a song, yeah. uh, or something you see, which is look on someone's face, or their body language, or uh, someone coming at you in an aggressive. So, okay. so if someone's feeling attacked, for instance, if they get anxiety, they might be feeling attacked. And it could stem from someone coming at you or an aggressive look in their face or an aggressive tone. But the most common ones are something we see or hear. Once you see or hear that thing, it can then trigger a fight and flight response. And depending on what you're seeing and hearing, depends on how you respond and what it then triggers. So if you're feeling attacked, it, will, it can trigger anxiety. If what you're seeing on hearing triggers a loss, it could trigger depression. Yeah. Uh, or it can trigger a multitude of behaviours or a multitude of, of illnesses and, and problems. So, for instance, uh, you know, my client, who I mentioned earlier on, who had sciatic pain, that what caused it was her uh, splitting from her husband. But that wasn't that that caused it. It was actually getting the papers through for divorce, which she wasn't expecting because yeah. they hadn't talked about it. And all of a sudden, the papers turned up. She saw those. Bam. Instant trigger, yeah. and then she felt stuck, and she couldn't move forwards. That was yeah. her way of perceiving it. And as soon as I switched off those papers, then the pain went right down and reduced by 75%. So that was a trigger. Text messages are a trigger. Facebook, Instagram, these can all be triggers. You can see something on Facebook, Instagram, it's a trigger. The news, talking about Brexit, oh, talking news, about Oh, news, news, don't talk to me about the uh, news. No, it's a trigger Nonsense, the news is nonsense. So, so all of these things can be triggers, and if it triggers a response in you, an emotional yeah, response absolutely. of anger, fear, worry, shame, guilt, this is now fight and flight, and you are now going to end up with either some kind of anxiety, depression, pain, or some habit, behaviour yeah. you don't want to adopt, like yeah, a relationship absolutely. issue, uh, or like needing to be in a relationship all the time when you, you don't necessarily need yeah. to be. And it can trigger anything. So your most common ones, to be observant for the ones you see or hear. And these can be text messages, they can be thing, emails that you read. One of my clients, she's in India, and it was a business problem. She owns a business in India. Lovely, lovely girl. 
has a great business, but as soon as you get an email come through about the business, if she wasn't there, it would instantly trigger her. It would trigger a response, and it'd be like, oh my God, yeah. what's going to happen? Based on, my, s- based on my past, I've got, I had to clear a lot of triggers up about a lot of my triggers past. About that. Uh, yeah. Work triggers but, um, all the time. Work triggers. Yeah, I mean, but the other thing as well is that you can actually see someone from your past as well. Yes, you can. So you can, yeah. if you see someone from your past that you haven't seen for a long time, or you had an issue with them, that can also trigger an, ang- an anxious response, or as well, which basically because you know it will just make that correlation between that. So just yeah. again, but let's come back to a, a trigger. Of but it's things. a sight. That's a sight trigger. You're sight seeing trigger, yeah. something, but you're also seeing something very specific. It might not be just seeing them. You might be seeing their body language or their eyes or or the way they they move when they walk down the street. One of my clients, when he broke up with someone, every time he saw a girl with the same wiggle, he would look to see if it was her. It would trigger him. (laughs) As soon as I switched that off, that vanished. Um, Another one of my clients triggered. It was a massive trigger. The same wiggle? Every time he saw a similar wiggle, he would think it was her. I'm a bit bit partial to a wiggle. Well, (laughs) most guys are partial to a wiggle in fairness. I know I am. Um, But... But one of my other clients' triggers was she used to work on the computer a lot. She doesn't now, but she used to. And the thing that would trigger is, you know when the, the, the computer freezes and a little wheel spins? Yeah. That triggered her. That triggered the fuck out of her. Yeah. You know, she just couldn't. She And it took a while. I taught, told her, uh, taught her how to switch it off. And it took a few was days to switch that off. Yeah, to switch <laughs> the computer off the plug. Just well, the plug. her initial response was to throw the computer across the yeah. room, but that didn't work. Yeah. Um, but I showed her how to switch that trigger off so it didn't bother her. Yeah. And all of these things can be really... Tr- Subtle. Uh, another uh, type of trigger is sensations. I don't mean feelings. I mean touch. So one of my clients would wake up and feel depressed, but he had no idea why because he literally hadn't even opened his eyes. Yeah. He just woke up, his eyes were shut, and he felt depressed. And the trigger was literally when he felt the mattress against his back. As soon as he woke up, without even opening his eyes, he felt the mattress and bam, he felt depressed. He'd clearly anchored the trigger to something, and that's what we do. Sometimes the trigger is not actually triggering anything obvious. We just anchor the trigger to a feeling. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily... Or an experience. A, or an experience. Yeah, or an experience. And, and it has, sometimes has nothing to do with the experience. It might not have ever been in the experience. But we've anchored it to it after the event for some reason because we felt that way and we felt the mattress and bam, we've anchored it to yeah. it. That's where triggers can be complicated. Yeah, I mean, like, so, I mean, just going back to the girl that Thank I... Thank you worked... for all the likes and the hearts, guys. We yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah, cheers. Uh, so, uh, going back to the, the last podcast with the girl... Who was at the nail shop? Oh, the nails. This is the one that. This is the one you said. This is brilliant. Yeah. Br- briefly do this because this is great. Right. So uh, this is funny enough. This is the girl that I just switched off all of the. the oh, it's the, the same the, girl. Yeah, right, same girl. So uh, anyway, bless her. I, I think the world of her. She's so brave because she's been through so much in her life. Yeah. And she really is like been a bully in a china shop and cleared so much of her past up. Uh, it's been a pleasure to work with her, and uh, I feel really grateful that I have because you know I've got. A, she's she's just amazing. She's had a really tough time. This girl and. Um, and uh, but you know what I'm, I'm just so proud of people that really just don't make excuses she's like I know I've got this problem I just want to get rid of it and she's just yeah. been relentless with that but um, so anyway so she came to me and uh, basically she'd had all of this stuff with her mother her dad was in and out of prison the mother didn't really care about her and so she would palm off the child as she was growing up onto different families because she didn't really want to look after them right. and the house was a complete mess all the time and and so, and all her mum used to do, she's all my memory of my mum was her sitting there filing her nails. Yeah. So, so anyway, after all this going through, 
for years and years and years. She come and saw me, and I started working and clearing all of her stuff up. And I uh, cleared up all a lot of the past issues. So a lot of the past issues from the mother, the dad, the dad dying, passing, the passing of the father, the issues around the mum sitting at home, not looked after. There's so much of all that stuff that she had guilts and shames and alone beliefs around. I cleared all that up. But um, she was in. She messaged me the next day and said, "I'm in the most amazing place ever." And uh, and but so I'm going to go and have my nails done. So I was like, okay, great. I said, well, give us a tinkle later. Give me a call later. And anyway, so uh, she's going to have her nails done. And I think within about an hour of her finishing her nails, I'm getting a text message. So, oh my god, babe, I'm being violently sick. I'm not well. Oh my god, what's going on? And uh, so what basically happened is is that uh, when I got to see her two days later, she was in a really bad way. She really needed to come and see me because I really need to come and see you. I need to come and see you. I'm in a really bad way. Um, she was really angry and she was felt sick and she was just literally physically couldn't deal with stuff. Yeah. And um, so she came to me and basically it was the, it was the <laughs> soon as she saw and felt the, the nail file, file, the nail file on the nail, yeah. it triggered... Everything from her past. Right. It triggered the, the, all the stuff from her mum. Yeah. All of the pain and suffering she went through her childhood. It was the passing of her father. The fact that her house was always a mess. That she was didn't feel loved because she got passed on from family to family to family and family. All of them emotional responses from her whole childhood up from where she was probably about five years old to about 30, whatever it is, late 30s. All of that, all of it, all of it came yeah. up all in one go. Just by feeling and seeing the nails being felt, that, and that triggered so everything for yeah. her. And it took me four hours <laughs> to switch off to that. switch off all the emotional responses to seeing and feeling the uh, the nails being felt. But after clearing that, how is she now? She's amazing, amazing, great. Yeah. Just that, but up, it, up, up until she moved out, moved out, and it's <laughs> so got re-triggered. She's, she's got re-triggered. So, but so, but, so but that's got... important. That shows how yeah. small things can trigger us, and it's really important to note that it wasn't just seeing the nails; it was it was feeling, feeling as, well. It as well. There yeah. are actually two triggers in one there, and a lot of people miss that. They miss there's actually two triggers. They might clearly seeing it, but they wouldn't dream or, or even yeah. imagine clearing the sensation of the nails. Yeah. And that's really important when you look for triggers. And we don't expect you guys to know that. That's what we do for a living. Yes. But we're pointing it out so you can see how simple triggers can be or how obvious triggers can be. Sometimes they're super obvious and sometimes they are so subtle that unless you know what you're looking for, it's hard to find them. Uh, and sometimes they can even be positive triggers. Sometimes you can see something positive and it can trigger a negative response. Yeah. Uh, so, you, so it's not always a negative trigger that can happen. You might be watching a movie and you might might see uh, a, a romantic comedy and you might see the couple finally get together at the end. That's a positive response, but if it triggers a breakup of a relationship... Which is me, that's why I don't love, watch them. What I used to, I don't watch them anymore. I I used to have that when I watched romantic movies. I don't have that now. I switched the trigger off. But I watch romantic movies. I like romantic comedies, and they get together at the end, and that would trigger me sometimes. Yeah, and 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 I've now been able to switch that off, and it doesn't bother me anymore. Or or I would even watch a movie, for instance. Where and this is a, a negative trigger, but I'd watch a movie where someone died, you know, one of my favourite characters or something, and I would experience a loss all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, but that was coming from a fear of loss. 
that I had running. Yeah. And and that's a very common fear, and we don't realise it gets triggered quite a lot in TV, media, newspapers, yeah. everything. But it's all designed that way. You've got to realise that. Stop watching the bloody TV. Really should do. Well, uh, some shows are. I like The Flash. And oh, like I like. Oh, oh, I watched the first episode last night. Oh, I've very good. Okay, six. good. Yeah, all right, cool. Don't tell me I haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway, so TV, <laughs> we digress. TV's a trigger TV. for me. So TV can trigger you. Films can trigger you. The news can trigger you. Uh, anything that that shares information or anything you see or hear can be a trigger. Now, there are two types of people, in my experience. There's people who have just a handful of triggers, yeah. and you switch them off and their whole thing heals. Yeah. And there's people who have multitude of triggers. And if you have a multitude of triggers, if you're watching this now going, yeah, but Steve, John, fuck, I've got loads of fucking triggers. How am I, I'll be there for years. No, you won't, because um, when someone's got a multitude of triggers... Um, is it being anchored? It's anchored. It's anchored to something, something yeah. and usually there's a lot of guilt and shame running under it, and it, it's actually causing you to have more triggers than are actually there. Yeah. So uh, what I experienced was I, I had a load of triggers at one point, and I was being triggered by everything, and I'm thinking, oh, this is ridiculous. And once I started clearing sabotage, which was guilt and shame. Uh, a lot of the triggers I had just vanished. Yeah. They no longer existed anymore because I was creating things because I felt so bad. Yeah. Um, this is my thing. This is my thing I have with empaths. People that say, oh, I'm an empath. Yes. Uh, well, you're not. Well, in my opinion, I think you're just getting triggered all the time. And because you're getting triggered all the time, you think you're and you're getting an emotional response. You think you're feeling right. the other person's. That. You're thinking you're feeling the other person's energy. It's not. You're just being triggered about everything all the time. And you just think because you're being triggered all the time and you're having all these emotional responses, you believe you're taking yeah. on other people's energy. Uh, and that is what happens. And empaths yeah. are, are, are fantastic people. They do have a gift and they yeah. can read people. But what they end up doing is thinking they're taking on people's emotions when yeah. they're not they're actually just being triggered into that yes yeah. as Steve says and yeah. I actually had this conversation with uh, a spiritual lady the other day and and she realised what she'd been doing all of a sudden um, and that's very common amongst spiritual people and again I used to be like that as well because I'm a spiritual person and a healer and I was taught that I was taught as a healer you take on people's emotions and because I was taught that you believed I would, it. I, I believed it. And yeah, so beliefs. I would leave feeling this energy on me going, oh my God, I've taken their emotions. How do I get rid of it? And I started to panic because I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. And then the zipping and the hollowing and the buttoning up didn't work. Yeah. And then I had this energy around my head I couldn't get rid of. Uh, but then when I realised that actually they were just triggering a response in me, yeah. uh, they might be going through a similar thing to what I was going through and that triggered me. And once I realised that, uh, 90% of that stopped. In fact, I don't get... I don't take on anyone's emotions now uh, because I, I know I'm You're not doing cold, that. Cold, I'm a cold, heartless person. person. You can beat me if you want. Just spank me. Um, so, so, so no, camera, so, mate, I'll get charged. I'll get charged with it. No, I won't charge you. I like it. Um, so... <laughs> So you, you, you're not doing that, but we're taught that. And if we're taught that, the problem with it is, and we believe it, we get stuck with it. Yeah. And that's the only reason we're telling you we don't want you to be stuck with it. We don't want you to believe something that's untrue. It doesn't mean if you're an empath that you don't have great skills or great talents. You do. But the negative side of it you're experiencing is not true, and it can be switched off. Yeah. But that's but an example I, just, of a trigger that, with a spiritual person. That, yeah, exactly. And the other thing I wanted to talk about as well is that uh, quite often we trigger ourselves through our own thinking. Yes. So me, because I have spent so much time in my own head being 
because we all think we need to analyze and understand everything right which actually for me is the biggest problem when it comes to ourselves because something i had to really yeah you need to learn and understand how to use a laptop and you need to learn how to understand a car but when it comes to you and your own physical emotions and feelings and thoughts and all the rest of it don't try and understand them no because that's never do that never try and understand mm, it yeah so the problem is is because we all like we think we're really intelligent and we're smart and we can work it all out nobody knows me better than me in actual fact that's the biggest um, the biggest misconception that everyone has and me and me included but i would always go inside my own head yeah and when i would start trying to work out why i was feeling a certain way or what was causing it that would actually trigger more problems and then i'd get around in this cycle right with like thinking what it is making up shit yeah because i didn't really know what it was but make so i'd have the emotional response i'd become aware of it i'd make up the reason why i thought i had it then I'd believe it, and then I'd behave in that way. Then I realised it wasn't what the problem was. Then I'd go back to making up some more shit. And all the time, I was just re-triggering myself round and round and round and round until yeah. sometimes I got myself into such a state, and I just felt, wanted to give up. But all of that was just being triggered through my own thinking, and, and I think a lot of people are doing that. Do not, un- do not try and understand what the problem is, uh, because you won't ever find it, because you only become aware of the problem when you're into the symptom mode, when you actually had the emotional response and you're in the emotion. It's too late. Something caused it. There's a cause and effect relationship. Something yes. causes the emotion, but that's in the subconscious. It's only when it comes up into your awareness, into the conscious part of the brain, that you're aware of it. But that's not the cause. That's the symptom. And then you start trying to work out what that is when really you want to know what that is. So do you like that? Yeah, that's very good. I, I like that. Is that is that puppeteering or is oh, it's make, so anyway, I just wanted to say that because you know um, a lot of people that come and see me, they always tell me what their problem is. Everybody on Facebook knows what their problem is. Never uh, the problem, but it's not the problem. The actual cause is, for example, uh, that uh, your my dad didn't love me when I was seven. Or my mum left me outside budgeons when I was like eight years old. Budgeons. Or, How far I, back are you going? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there's also, oh, you didn't get given the candy floss when he was oh, at the fair, right. you got yeah, left yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter what it is, you, you don't need to know what, we don't know what the problem is because it's being triggered by generally from a past event. And the thing is... And you're thinking, you can think... So, I, so just quickly, I used to, in the times that I did have anxiety, which isn't a great deal, but when I did, I caused all my own anxiety. So I'd have a thought... And then all of a sudden, I just get, get this anxious feeling, and I just literally have like virtually, I'd sweat up, and I'd have to lay down on the floor, and I'd be in a really bad way for, with it. This was back in the day, uh, but all of that was caused by my own thinking. Yeah, it's just it's all my own. It was my own thinking. It was like a fear or or worry of something that was going to happen and or not happen, and then I would just be so. It's our own thinking that can be a trigger as well, and in a lot of cases, uh, most of our thoughts do trigger emotions anyway. So. Yeah, uh, and and the thing is, when we 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 think that Tracy lost once a certain trigger is switched off, is it permanent? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Once is. you get the full trigger, it's permanent. So it'd be lit. So you can see or hear that thing again, and you no longer respond to it. Yeah, that's that's uh, the whole idea of it. Uh, that because otherwise that'd be silly if it wasn't permanent. Um, that it would wouldn't work. But um, it's like the guy with a bolt. You know, he can slide that bolt across his gate and no longer think of his ex. 
Um, my my. I can scroll through Facebook now. When I see my ex, I don't get triggered. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so you're fine. But they are. But they are. They are, they are permanent. They're permanent. They're off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for the question, Tracy. Appreciate that because that's that's actually one of the questions we get in our clinic all the time. Um, the other thing is what I say about understanding things is you know we are taught that understanding will if we understand it we'll be able to solve it and and that's not true because it's not a logical response you're going through. So if understanding is logical, uh, and if you're trying to understand an emotional response logically, you're just going to go around in circles. Yeah, it Can will I... never happen in a million years. Yeah. So, so what I just want to say that there's two parts of the brain. There's the conscious aware state, which is the logical part of the brain, which is our cortex area, and then underneath that is the mid limbic system, which is where all of our was ninety five percent of our brain. It's the it's the subconscious, but that's feelings, and this is logic, and the two are separate. So if you're trying to you overwrite an emotional response with logic doesn't happen you have to overwrite the emotional response, response with an emotional response or deal with logic with logic you can't do logic with emotion they're two different parts of the brain and that's why i believe most in most cases language therapies don't really do it for you because language exists in the logical part of the brain and not in the where the trauma or the emotional response is, which is in the mid-limbic so i hope that clears up so if, if, if the talk theory does work, that's because the problem was in setting logic. So if the problem is setting logic, that's great. But if the problem is setting the emotional response, then it's not going to work in a million years. You no. need to turn off the emotional response. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and the other thing, Miss, I want to kind of clear up uh, that we've, we've heard recently is that everyone is different. Uh, we're all different. And that is true when it comes to our character and personality and what we like and don't like. But when it comes to illness and disease and our emotions, we're not all different. We all experience anger. If we're angry, we're angry. If we're frightened, we're frightened. If we're sad, we're sad. We may be angry and frightened about different things, but the emotion is yeah. still the same response. Yeah. You don't have one person angry, but actually they're really frightened. That's not how that works. So when it comes to emotional responses or triggers, we are all the same. We respond the same way, and that way is fight or flight. That goes across the board for all ages, all genders, all cultures, all races, we respond to fight and flight in exactly the same way, which is all we switch off. We are only different when it comes to our personalities, our likes, our dislikes, what movie we want to see, what food we want to eat. How we've been brought up, what, the, been what, brought the, up. What, the, what the overlaying conscious program is that's been put over the top. Yeah. You're programming from, from, from when you've been born to however you are now, whatever's been learned is everyone learns and does different things or be, has different things, but it's the overlay that sits on the top. Underneath, we're all the same. We're all, all exactly the same. And the reason why we know that is because the technique we use works on everybody. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, the it, same for it's everyone. It's exactly the same response. We do the same process over and again on everyone. As long as you're open and you know what you're, what you're thinking and feeling about things, we can just switch it off. Uh, I, I did this on a, a lovely 10-year-old kid the other day, and he came to me suffering with a headache, and he'd had a headache for a while, and it was just his first session. He was very, very sceptical, but he wanted to get rid of his headache, and he actually walked in with a headache. So he'd been suffering for a, a, a quite a while with headaches, and he walked in with a headache, and I just switched off the one of the original traumas, which was a, a car accident he'd had. I switched that off, and when I switched it off, the headache had vanished. 
and he was he 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 said to me, "You're weird, you are." And, <laughs> he got you spot on. Yeah, he got me very <laughs> spot on. He knew me well. I don't know how he clocked that. Yeah. Um, but the headache had gone after after you know half hour forty minutes, and he was exactly the same. Just as a kid, he responded the same way. He went into fight and flight over something, and that's all I did was switch that fight and flight response off. That's all we're doing. So when when it comes to illness and disease, we don't all respond to different things. We all respond to the same thing. It's our emotional state, our emotional responses that create that illness and that uh, that health that lack of health in us. Yeah. And if we change that, the problem goes away. And it, it, it can be very simple. Sometimes it'll be a bit more complex, but ultimately it all starts inside here. Yeah, well, you got rid of my shingles in three days, and uh, I know you stayed. Oh, I'm having that. It's for shingles in three days. You know, you yeah. go on the internet, and they're going to tell you a load of nonsense about what it is. Well, call it nonsense, but when you know yeah. what the cause is, so it's all cause and effect. You find out what the cause is. There is no cause effect. And, cause and everything's effect. cause and effect. That everything. That's, that's really important. You must look at the cause. And what people get told is a cause these days is not a cause. So if if we look at anxiety, anxiety, that's not a cause. That's a label. Arthritis. It's not a cause. It's a label. Depression. Label. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, diarrhea. Label. Cold. Flu. Label. Chicken pox, labour. I know I switched chicken pox off of somebody. I did it in 24 hours. She had to fly to Washington. She was grounded. She couldn't fly because she had chicken pox. We switched it all off, went back to the doctor, and he, he, he allowed her to fly. These are all labels for... for Emotional response, a symptom in the body, but that's not the cause. By treating the underlying cause, what's happening in here and in here, you can change it and the symptom will heal. Yeah, Uh, almost like magic. It really is often very, very magical uh, for people. Like this guy with arthritis feet. His, feet, his arthritis in his feet he really believed that's out. what it was I can't spit it out um, <laughs> be, uh, Bob Carroll used to be my favourite uh, ventriloquist um, but uh, yeah. uh, for those of you who know Bob Carroll is his. Um, but um, probably he don't. probably don't know who that is no. he had a puppet he had a puppet a dog and it was called Spit the Dog and he used to go as if he was spitting uh, I didn't want you to think I was just being rude there's no one sitting yeah, that's my me. kitchen floor yeah, mate. That's, <laughs> no there's a little person I'm spitting on down here because I don't yeah. like him um, there's not really um, so uh, but he was amazed because he'd been told it was arthritis he believed nothing could be done but that was just a label it wasn't true and in his case it was the, the shock the trauma had worn off because it was old and we'd had actually done some clearing on that anyway and all was left was the physical movement we needed to get back. Yeah. But it did start with a shock originally. So they're just labels. Get out of this habit of looking at labels and think, what's the root cause? Yeah. We take them to the doctors and they'll just give you a load of tablets that don't really do anything at all. But, some, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's... Horses for courses, as it is. Exactly, Horses yeah. for courses. So is there anything we need to say about triggers? Anything else you want to say about Well, no, triggers? all I want to do is talk about triggers. So we know, categorically, that there's two, two things that cause anxiety, which is feeling attacked or powerless. Yeah. There's the five things that cause depression, and that's a territory issue. Well, I did talk about this in my video, which is a territory loss, a territory fear, a territory anger a territory issue where you can't digest or stomach the problem and a territory issue where uh, you've someone's stepped in your boundaries or encroaching your boundaries. Yeah. And when you know that those are the things that cause depression, you can go with laser-guided accuracy straight to the thing, switch it off, and you're out of depression, and the same for anxiety. Yeah. And I think, you know, I see so much on anxiety and depression on Facebook. It's just, you know, and, and it's all misinformation. It's not, it's not what people are putting out there. It's not no. that at all. No. Um, and I actually had this conversation with a, a lady who originally treatment anxiety I, I met her for a coffee because she wants to, to learn DTO herself 
And, you know, she learned that depression was, uh, you know, there's four main conflicts of depression, which was death or divorce yeah. or something like that. And the reason those are there is because they're losses. So death, divorce, those are all losses. And there was two more. So if you go to someone and they check those, but you haven't got those, one of those four things, they're going to get confused. But if you say, well, what t- loss have you had in your territory? Well, it could be because... You're, you lost don't see your, your kids as much, or yeah. you lost your job, yeah, yeah, or you had a fallout with your best friend, yeah, or you were demoted in your job and now you've lost your colleagues around you, and it's a loss within your territory. Just saying it's death or it's a divorce or something else, it's not accurate enough. No. It's a territory loss, and especially for men, men get depressed when there's a territory loss. Yeah. Well, look at me. I mean, when I, I lost every, I mean, I'd go back to my, I lost everything. I had a territory loss. I lost my business, house, car, children, family, friends, everything. Yeah. And I was just, and I, and that's why I got to such a bad point in my life. All my money got stolen, blah, 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 blah. So, but I had all of them. I had a territory anger, territory fear, territory loss, something I couldn't digest. That's why I got into such a bad place. Yeah. And thank for everybody to rush it. No. <laughs> uh, and I had to get out through that on my own. Yeah. I was left on my own just to get out of it. And they got to the point where, you know, I really got too close to ending my life. But then once I started working with you and was able to go to all of those individual territory issues and switch them off, uh, I don't look so depressed yeah. now. No, um, he's a completely different person. If you ever see his original mugshot on his, on his <laughs> that was on his website, he looks like a criminal. So, and we joke about that a lot, but he's yeah, like a teddy bear that. now. Yeah. But all of those are being triggered by certain things, by people, by situations, by yeah. events, and a lot of it came down to guilt and shame that was yeah. unburied under it. So once we find the triggers and switch them off, so what we want you to do is we want you to start thinking about your triggers. Now, obviously, we don't expect you to know all your triggers. We've got and, about a minute, uh, to, just for Facebook, that, to about that, one minute that's till fine. Facebook's finished. So uh, we just want you to think about your triggers and think, well, think about your problem and go, right, what's triggering that problem? Is it what I'm seeing? Is it what I'm hearing? Is it someone's tone? Am I seeing things on Facebook? And spot your triggers, because if you can spot that, you can then start doing something about it. We, we can't teach it to you right here and now, although we may actually do some teaching of DTO on, on at some point. Um, but uh, spot your triggers first. Spot what's triggering you to go into this response, because once you spot it, you can start changing it. Yeah, great. So for all you on Facebook, watching us on Facebook Live, we're going to end it now. Uh, if you want to uh, work with Jonathan regarding uh, chronic pain and emotional problems, go to decodingpain.com. If you want uh, emotional or mental, uh, mental health issues, if you want to get rid of those out of your life, any anger, resentment, hate, jealousy, fear, ex-relationships, partners, blah, 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 all of that, uh, come go to my website. You can work with me. I can switch all of that off for you. Anxiety, depression, PTSD, doesn't matter. I'll get rid of it for you. And uh, go to inside-outeffect.co.uk to listen to our other podcast. Or if you want to work with us on a different, uh, yeah. on a different pro- uh, subject or topic, and also as well, uh, if you want to come to our events where we teach the DTO process and teach law of attraction. So until the next time for our Facebook viewers, uh, we'll see you and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you on the next episode, which I think yeah. we're going to do fair. Thanks, so, guys. If you have any questions, post them in the comments below. If you've got any questions and we'll answer them in the chat later on. Great. Thanks for joining us. Ta-ra. Thanks, guys. Bye. Excellent. So. So. 
So we are still on the podcast, we're but um, still are on the podcast. Hello, podcast uh, people. Hello, podcast people. We're not ignoring you. I hope you got a lot out of that. Um, yeah. uh, we just decided to film that live uh, on on uh, on Facebook. Uh, that's the first time we've done that. So if if you if you're listening to this in the car, that's great. But you can also go back and watch it live on Facebook and see some of the visual things that we did. Yeah. If you're you don't so want to look at your visual things, do you? <laughs> no, well, some of my visual things are nice. I think I'm visually aesthetically pleasing. You look better on camera than uh, I do. No, I don't you about do. that. I do, I, I'm not. Sure. I need to switch that off. You need to switch that off. You need to work on your self worth There's a visual self worth issue there. I don't think you're handsome enough. Uh, yeah. I think you're very sexy. Thank you. Man. I'm stroking his shoulder right now. It's a shame we didn't get on the live. Yeah. Um, but yes I'm glad we didn't get it on the live no. if you are experiencing any triggers you know it being triggered um, yeah. then, then see if you can spot them if you want help switching the triggers off then by all means uh, give us a shout uh, I will say uh, live on the podcast you can actually now get a basic DTO free training uh, it's on the, the DTO website if you go to www.thedtosystem.com on there, there is now a free basic video training in DTO, teaching you how to switch off negative memories. Yeah. So it's not triggers, but it's negative memories. Yeah. And there's a basic free version on there where you can learn to do that. There's only about eight videos in there. It's very simple. You can learn how to switch off basic negative memories that bother you. I will say, and there are warnings on there, if you are suffering with a severe problem like depression or anxiety, yeah. don't try and do that yourself. Please seek out help from even me, Stephen, or an experienced practitioner. But you can use that to switch off basic native memories and start calming yourself down and relaxing and learning the basic DTO process. Yeah, excellent. So, um, well, I don't know. Are we, are we done now for today? I think, yeah, I think that was pretty good. We did well. Yeah, it was good. I, think it was I enjoyed really, that. Did you? Yeah, it was good. It was good yeah, talking it was good. to good the... Good talking uh, to people on Facebook. It was great. Yeah, we have to do that again. Yeah, we'll do that, we'll do that next we'll time we'll do that well. again. Yeah. And uh, it's a bit different, isn't it? Because like, normally, like, it's all, the energy's different. Yes, the energy is different. I, I know. Yeah, it's it's sort of frozen. It's a really so yeah. it's a really different podcast. It's really different to what we've normally done. So I'm, I'm going to be interested when I go back and listen to this to see actually how it's come how out. It comes, yes, because and um, if anyone on the podcast is actually still wondering what we look like, um, because <laughs> go you, just go to Facebook, <laughs> go to Facebook Live, and, live watch and check us out. <laughs> and 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 actually, what you'll see is actually two very good-looking male models who are dubbing us. Yeah, um, then that's not really us. Uh, we hired two very expensive male models. Yeah to make us look really good that's why I dressed up like this so I look look Swedish or German see if I'd have known I would have dressed up for the occasion I had no idea Steve sprung this Facebook live on me when I got here Uh, well no I mean I just thought I just come to me while I was doing some stuff in the front room and about subconscious and stuff I thought we could do a Facebook Live of this. So yeah, why yeah, not? Great. Why not go for it? So, yeah. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, the next podcast is going to be on fear. Yeah, on fear. Yeah, we'll do it on fear because we said we we're going to do it fear last time, but yeah. we, we decided to do triggers because we had a few people mention that to us. Yeah. So, we'll do it on fear next time. And um, uh, until next time, guys, yeah. uh, have a great time. Stay healthy, stay happy, keep smiling. Yeah. And me and Steve will speak to you. It won't be as long, it won't be as three weeks this time. It'll be, you know, next no, week. Next week? Next week, we'll do it. Well, next week. well, see, the thing is, you see, I'm off to Ireland on the 20th. We've got our. Saturday 26th we've got the Law of it's Attraction away. yeah yeah we've got time to do another one next week haven't we I know it took three weeks to do this one. Oh, I know that's because I was away and you were and everyone's busy. That was the only well, reason. Just, but I'm just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're, we're doing that. We're doing. Yeah, we'll do another one. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it next Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. 
Great. So, so that's so now. Next edition is going to be on fear. Um, I, like I said earlier, go to tdecodingpain.com. Go to healingthemind.co.uk for me. Inside-effect.com uh, for anything else to do with our events and stuff. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, you can go to our Facebook page. Check us out on YouTube. Blah 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 blah. I'm waffling, waffling, waffling. waffling. Um, we basically want to say goodbye. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks ever so much for joining it's us. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. See ya.